Hey everybody, I'm Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ibieta. This is Medicare Agent IQ, and we are a podcast that is designed to help agents become more successful selling Medicare. So that's really the heart of why we do this. So today I wanted to talk about communication and just talk about the fact that it's really a journey for us all. I was, we were just kind of thinking back, we were in a training not too long ago and we're there and they start like, I noticed it and then you text me later, but the person, he was saying, um, like every other word or like every four or five words and just like, just like, um, um, and, and it's, it's so hard because once you notice it, that's all you hear. And so we texted each other and we're like, oh, dude, <laughs> like, I that's all I hear. That's all you hear. And then didn't you say you got a text from another person who texted and mentioned it to yeah, you? Yeah, so there were other people in that training and same thing. I started, I'm over here texting you saying, all I can hear at this point are the ums. And then I started getting text messages from other people in that same training saying, this is all I can hear. Yeah, and it's hard because... I, you know, I don't remember what the training was about. All I, all I remember was the ums and that guy, <laughs> the, the trainer, I mean, I'm sure he'd, he'd hate to, he'd hate to hear that that's, that's what we got out of it. But I think that a lot of people felt that way. And we've noticed it from, from other trainers also from different carriers and everything like that, when, when they really struggle to, to communicate. So today's podcast is about mastering the art of communication. And uh, it's, it's, I want to make sure that it's understood that it's a journey for all of us. And so, you know, I want to, I want to put it out there. I don't think, I'm not saying that we are the best communicators out there. There's probably, you know, in this industry, you know, hundred people that you could put in front of you that are, are better communicators. So I don't, I don't want to, to speak from like a position of authority, like, Hey, we, we are, we know all about it, but we're also, we're learning, we're evolving, right? We're trying to, we're trying to get better. So we're going to share that journey with you all also. That said, there will probably be some ums if from us yeah. in today's podcast. Oh, we're yeah. not perfect, you know, but to Raul's point, we're we're all in this together and we're learning and we're constantly growing. And that's the path that we're on. Even if you're at a very high level, you want to make sure that you're constantly evolving and you're constantly learning. We'll probably get into this, but we'll talk about, you know, ceilings and whatnot here in, in just a bit. I've, I've got an unpopular opinion that I want to share. Um, I believe that the degree right in college of communication, I feel like it's a very underrated degree because communication is probably one of the most important things that you're going to need in your career, regardless of what you decide to do for a career. Communication is one of the most important things that you need to be good at your job, to be effective at your job. And so, but from school, all I remember, it was just one class in high school and it was like one elective that I took like in speech. college. Yeah, like a speech or, but um, I'm like, gosh, or, you know, again, the the degree itself, communications degree, like you don't meet a lot of people who've got it, or maybe you do, I don't know, but I haven't met a lot of people with a communications degree, but I think it's a super important thing. Like, I don't know, I feel like my kids, I, I'm communication, taking those classes and speech classes and stuff is going to be important to me that they're able to to communicate effectively as they grow and get older. 
Absolutely. No, I, I, I completely agree. I think that it's, it's, it's super important enough to where it's something that I'm constantly working on. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of reevaluating how I say things on a regular basis and trying to get there. Funny story real quick. We, we did a podcast. We, we used to do this podcast just for, uh, it was exclusive for our agents. And I remember doing, we did one very similar and, in that I was talking about the fact that like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta do a good job with grammar and you have to make sure that, that you're not misusing words. And then my wife was listening to it mm. and like, and like within two minutes of me saying, you, you gotta be watching your grammar. You gotta, you gotta make sure that you're not saying things in, you know, in the wrong way. Sure enough, she found one and I, and I heard it and immediately, dude, I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, <laughs> that's the worst. So I will say like, you may, you, you may in, in, in this podcast catch something that, you know, it, we're, we're not, I'm not, I'm not saying that we're there yet, but what I am saying is that I am brave enough to, to, uh, put it out there in, yeah. in, in, you know, in, in the fact, not just that, that I'm willing to, to, to do it, but also the fact that I am willing to, uh, continue to learn. I'm going to listen to this podcast almost immediately and find out, okay, where did I, where did I, where did I struggle? Where, where could I have done better? So, which brings me to the first point is that we need to be really strong when it comes to self-evaluation and First of all, I want to add, I want you to ask yourself the question, am I a good communicator? Oscar, are you a good communicator? I like to believe that I am. Yeah. yeah. I am I are. the best? No. I don't, I don't think so. I think I've got a long way to go. And, and I think about my journey and, and what I've done, right? I'm 10 years into, into the industry. Um, and, and my role has evolved into more of a leadership role. And I knew that part of this role was being a good communicator. And so it was something that I struggled with and, and you would coach me on it and, and I would, you know, do different things to, um, to improve that. But overall, you know, when I, when I look at my communication skills and what they look like a year ago, five years ago, and even 10 years ago, I do believe that at this point, I'm at a point where I am a good communicator, but am I the best or can, is there, is there room for improvement? I believe there's a lot of room for improvement for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I started and we'll talk kind of we've got a couple minutes here that that my journey is different from yours even you know I didn't I didn't I did college for maybe a year and I was like not nah, this isn't for me mm -hmm. and uh, and so I didn't finish I didn't get a degree I didn't I didn't finish all all of those things so so I've had to like I didn't have that 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 one so I probably did actually have a speech class <laughs> but, but I, you know it, it it's it's a, a thing where we have got to continue to ask ourselves, are, where, where am I today? And so I'm a lot further today than I was a few years back and, and, and definitely a lot further than I was 20 years ago. And so it's got to be just kind of how, how, do, how do we do that, though? How do you how do you self-evaluate? First of all, you ask yourself, am I there yet? And, and to be honest, there's very few people that I would say don't have any room for improvement. Everybody, I've heard a lot of people talk. I've never been like, wow, this person is the best communicator ever. You know, other than you, you've seen, you know, see some people with those TED Talks that you're like, oh, wow, right. that person's got it down. But the, the average person that I see, we all could stand to do better. The problem with not 
evaluating yourself and not getting there is that if you're not going to do it, it, that could result in you closing, you know, 20 less sales a year from hitting a goal or, or exceeding your goal. Maybe you just hit your goal, but you could have exceeded it if you would have just done a better job of, of communicating. So we've got to make sure that, that, that we, we figure that out. So in addition to asking yourself, I would say, ask someone around you, ask your upline, ask somebody that, that you trust and say, Hey, how did I do on that? And what I'm hoping for, and, and I don't even ask you, right? Like, um, I've, I've been a person that has, has helped you get better, yeah. but I'll turn to you and ask you the same thing. Hey man, how did I do on that? And, yeah. and it's not just Great job, buddy. You did you did great. Because if that's what your if that's what your relationship looks like with your friends, then you need to talk to them and say, "Hey, look, let's let's be real with each other right. here. Let's because I need to know I need to know how I sound out there to people, and and you've got to be brave enough as a friend, and vice versa. You got to be strong enough and thick skin enough as a friend to take that take that real feedback. How am I doing? Well, man, you said I'm a lot. I'm gonna be real <laughs> honest with you. And you can do it with tact, right? You don't have to just be like you suck. <laughs> like, right? like that's not that's not what we're doing. But you could do it in a way that 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 could really help someone. And and then I would receive it in that same way. So I think going to going to friends, asking family those those same things. But I think a big one, and we experience it every single week week is we record ourselves on a, on a weekly basis. Maybe you, if you're doing a presentation, you'd be able to record your full educational presentation just for your own ears and, and be able to hear, okay, how did I do? There's times that even when I listen to this podcast where I'm like, Ooh, kind of went in circles there. Oh man. <laughs> and I cringe, but the idea is not just to beat myself up about it because that would suck, right? But instead, I decide, you know what, let me learn from that. How could I put my thoughts together more clearly? How could I com how could I have communicated that a little bit better? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I think and what you just said, that's that's literally what I was about to talk about. So we we'll talk about it's 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 always good to look at the the good from your presentations or what you're doing good. But more importantly, I think if you're looking to grow, you're looking to learn, you want to know what you did wrong, what you did bad there, where you can improve. At least I know that that's what goes for me. Uh, you know, when I get in front of a group and I do a Medicare 101 presentation to a group of seniors, I know what I've done well there. But then what I want to know is, you know, if Rawls sitting in the back of the room, he was he was with me. I want to know, I want to sit with him afterwards and ask him, what, what could I have done better? What did I do wrong? Is there any room for improvement for me? So, you know, if it's good to, you know, Take away the good from your presentation, but more importantly, you want to you want to know what the bad is. You want to and you want to take that and again with the heart in the right place, and you want to make sure that you're going to the right people. And we talked about this with last week or two weeks ago, where make sure you're going to the right people when you're asking for you know the advice for someone to critique your your communication, your presentation. Make sure you're not going to the to the wrong person, right? You don't want that person, like you said, is going to say, "Hey, yeah, you did great. You knocked it out of the park. Great job." When in reality, you know, there are some things that you did there that could have been done better. Yeah. I, I also just today I was messaging with someone with one of our listeners and she sent me a message on on our Instagram and she said something that kind of gave me a minute to self evaluate. And so what I'm doing is I'm also looking for things that people are saying, or maybe they're not actually saying it, but they're giving me uh, 
hints to, to, to self-evaluate. So one of the things she said was she really liked, uh, there, there was a podcast, I think it was on last week where I said, you know, I really respect battle rappers. <laughs> They're like, they, <laughs> they know, you know what, what, what they did. And so she wrote me back and she was like, that was actually really cool because, for people who don't relate to baseball, because you guys talk a lot of baseball, <laughs> this would it was actually really good. So I actually stopped and thought about it for a minute. I'm like, wait, maybe maybe our communication yeah. we're, we're 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 communicating it in only one way, and we're you know we're sports guys, so we you know we've talked about you know we talk about the Spurs and and Lakers, Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, and and we do that, but there's other references and maybe just I, what I'm doing is in conversations with people. I'm just looking for, for little uh, subtle hints and tips that they're giving me where I could do a better job. So that's how to, how to, how to really be excellent at self-evaluation. Let's talk about overcoming some communication barriers. So let's talk about what a couple of communication barriers could be. Sometimes <laughs> it's, I think about my I think about my relationship with my wife, right? Because I'm sitting here and you ask me the question, "Hey, Oscar, are you a great communicator?" My answer is yes. <laughs> if you ask my wife, <laughs> she might have a different answer, and, right. and I don't mean that in a negative way. But there, a lot of times, I just there are things that I say or don't say, or I just leave things out, and I just kind of assume that she understands, you know, what it is that I'm talking about. And it turns out that she doesn't, right? Or right. I didn't communicate that to her. And I'm just like, oh, well, that's a barrier in itself, right? That's something that I've got to overcome. It's something that I've got to work on. Just the fact that uh, sometimes I just leave things out uh, when, I, when I'm having those conversations with my wife. But it also translates to the workplace, right? It, there are barriers and you want to identify what some of those barriers may be um, here in the workplace as well. Yeah. And just, just like, so there's a lot of different parts of communication, but one of the one of the things is like there there could be some misunderstandings based off of your um, based off of like cultural differences and just the way that people communicate. So you, you kind of like if you're if you're sitting pe with people one on one, you kind of want to watch them also, right? Because because I think uh, cultural differences could be a big barrier in, in communication where you want to kind of watch their body language. Did I say something wrong there? Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, maybe, maybe there, there's a line of, are you, are you looking too much into things? Are you reading too much into it? But I think it's important. And if you care enough, if you, if you actually care that I do a good job of that, you're going to maybe reevaluate some of those conversations. I was talking with, uh, I was talking with a gentleman and he, 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 he's, really good soccer player. The dad was a professional soccer player. And, and he was telling me that his, or I was telling him that my son thinks the world of his son, but the way that I communicated, remember English being his second language, or I don't know if I said that already, but, but I was telling him this story about how my son thinks that he referring to his son, his son. was the best soccer player of all the 10 year olds. He was yeah. like, man, he, he, he's amazing. And I noticed something in his face where he, what he was understanding is that I was saying <laughs> that my son was thinking that he's the best. And I was like, no. but, but like there's, we've got to make sure that we're very clear in our communication, even in stuff like that. So how does that translate over in the business world? Like if, if I'm not, if I'm not clarifying things, if I'm not maybe using people's names instead of saying he or she, there's some confusion that can 
can, can be had there that could one at, 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 uh, at best lead to you not getting the cell, but at worst creating an offense or causing people to, you know, so we just let, let's be cautious in the way that, that, that we do things. So, uh, we talk about let's apl applying that to Medicare, right? When, when we, when we're dealing with a decent population, generally for the most part, we know that the decent population, it, their, their level of education is usually not as high as some others. And so what you want to do when you're in the home is you don't want to, you want to keep from, you know, using those big words. You don't want to do those types of things when you're in, when you're in the home, but you also want to get a read, right? You want right. to look at them and say, Hey, look, are you on, and, and maybe even pause and say, are you understanding? Is everything making sense that I'm saying up to this point? But keep away from using those those bigger words, right? So when we talk about overcoming that barrier, it, in this case, it's not necessarily overcoming it, but you're preventing from having to overcome that barrier. And I think that's an important piece is preventing from having to overcome some of those barriers as well. Yeah, I would say that another one is when you are having poor listening skills. And I think that, man, I'm going to I'm going to just, I want to be open and transparent here. That is one of my struggles. <laughs> and uh, I don't know when, when it started happening, but <laughs> I think I, I would say I'm self-diagnosed ADD, <laughs> like self-diagnosed. Well, you know, I'll be in a conversation with someone and just stop listening altogether. And, and it, <laughs> so I'm going to, I was listening to our podcast the other day and you were talking about how if somebody hits uh if somebody strikes out 70 percent of the time that they could still be in the hall of fame mm -hmm. right? and then like two minutes later 30 seconds later i'm like yeah because if someone go, if someone hits the ball three out of ten times th they're going to the hall of fame and i kind of say that sometimes like i just kind of stop listening but again if we want to if we want to be excellent communicators You've got to listen. That's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I think sometimes we get caught up in that next line. Yes. I think that it, that's an impact on us being poor listeners is we're, we're thinking about what we want to get off of our chest next. Yeah. And we're not taking the time to listen to what the individual across from us is saying. Right. And, and that's that, that's the worst thing, because in, in sales, it's not about you. It's not about what you have to offer, but it's about what what they need in the whole time. When, when they are talking, when you are talking with, with the person in front of you, a senior, and they're, they're making a decision on their plan, the most important things are n not what you have to say, but what they have to say. And so we have, yeah. to, we have to be better listeners. Sounds really cliche, but the more you stop, when you stop talking and you start listening, that's when you're really going to see things turn around for you. And it, and it takes a while to be real honest, because it's something that I think we all struggle with. And it's something that I struggled with early on. And now as I've gotten, you know, here I am much years into into doing this. And I've learned when you start listening, and you stop talking, they're going to tell you everything it is that they need that they want that they're looking for in the plan in their in their insurance and then you can say okay i've let them speak i've listened and now i know exactly what it is that they want and now i know what i can pull out of my bag and say hey look this may be the right option for you based on everything that you're telling me yeah i, I agree and and then even like in the very beginning of those appointments like I, i'm saying very few things i'm asking them questions that are hopefully 
open-ended in a way that it's going to get them to talk in a way that there's it's going to get them to start just telling me everything a lot of times in the first 10 minutes of us talking about plans they're giving me all the information i need to to know that they are they they're better off going with this plan versus this plan or you know they're happy with they're they're unhappy with this doctor so i know i can suggest a, a new plan because they very clearly are unhappy with their doctor yeah. and different things like that 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 they're giving you clues gotta listen so i think that's a a big part one of the biggest parts of of communication is is listening any other uh, any other barriers that they need to overcome that you wanted to Nothing comes to mind immediately. I'm sure if I really put some deep thought into this, we can yeah. probably make it its own podcast. But I think, yeah, for, for now, that's all I got. Let, let's talk about practical tools and resources. So I recommended this to you in 2013. What did I say to do? Go to Toastmasters. Yeah. 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 When did you go, by the way? <laughs> 2020. <laughs> it wasn't until the it wasn't until the pandemic year, uh, and it wasn't the fact that we were in the middle of the pandemic that I decided to go to Toastmasters. It just kind of worked out that way. But highly recommend it. Um, and, and we were just talking about becoming a good listener. So one of the one of my biggest takeaways, surprisingly, from Toastmasters was becoming a better listener because they give you different roles throughout those meetings. And yes, you're working on your your public speaking skills and your communication skills, but one of the roles that that was assigned that is assigned to people during those meetings is becoming is listening for certain things and so that was a role that i that i had a couple of different times and i was like wow i never realized how much i don't listen uh until i was given a role where my only job was to listen right. and identify certain things and so kind of took that and it was it was a surprising thing that i learned from it but um i i have i've become a much better listener now and i feel like it's helped me when I'm communicating, when I'm having conversations with people. Um, but on the other side, we all know that there was an um, right? I just caught myself saying um. Yeah. But on the other side is it's a, it's a, it's a communication class, if you will, a public speaking class. And it was something that I wanted to work on because I'm giving trainings and I'm meeting with people and I'm training agents and, and teaching them how to do these things that we do in the Medicare world. Well, if I'm going to teach an agent how to do these things. I need to make sure that I'm doing a good job, that I'm effectively communicating the content that we're trying to give to them. And so I knew that going to Toastmasters uh, seven years later after after you <laughs> recommended it was, um, it'd be a good thing. And, and I, used, I loved it. I used to be in it. And so so I don't think we actually explained what, what Toastmasters actually uh, fully what it is. Toastmasters, it's a, it, it's basically a nonprofit where people go up and, and, and will, uh, will speak. They have 270,000 members. It's, it's, it's in 148 countries. So there's probably one where you're at, and this isn't, gosh, this is by no means a commercial for like this whole, this whole <laughs> podcast has not been, but it, it helped me a lot. I know that when I first used to speak, and give speeches. I, sh I struggled. And so I, I did this probably like 18 years ago, something like that. And I was there for, for pretty faithfully for about a year. And then I was just like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, but, but there's guys like even now. So it's funny. You, you met someone who's like, I guess the, the president of that chapter or something like that. He is now. He is yeah. now. Mm -hmm. So, so the, his new vice president was the president of the one that I was at like 18 years ago. There's people mm -hmm. in this stay in, yeah. but, but I've heard that that gentleman speak recently. I mean, 
flawless in mm-hmm. this communication. And so that's where you can get, I think that there's value in, in, in going to it. So just want to encourage everyone it's toastmasters.org and there's, you know, there's, there's dues. They're not very expensive because it's a nonprofit. It's not, it's not super expensive to be a part of. I think you just kind of paying just to, you know, for, for very, very few things. So it, it, it's definitely worth it. I would highly, highly recommend it. So just want to encourage everybody in, in that. So again, not a commercial for Toastmasters, but I'm sure they'd, <laughs> I'm sure they'd appreciate the, 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 the shout out. Yeah. It, it's been, it's been great for me. Um, other, other, other practical tools. Again, we just talked about was, was with that self-evaluation and recording yourself, I think was the, was, was a big one. If you can, if you can do that, if you can listen to yourself speak, sometimes I cringe, something, you know, you know, like you're just like, oh man, what did I, what did I, I can't believe I sounded like that. Yeah. But, but, but honestly, the more that you do it, the better that you're going to, you're, 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 you're more in tune with it when you're, when you're actually in front of people, you're like, man, I don't want to sound like I don't, I don't know yeah. what I'm, or I'm talking in circles. We're seeking feedback um, from other people, which we, which we touched on, but also recording yourself, whether it's with a video camera or just the, the audio recording on your phone, right? If something that, if you're trying to improve something, let's just say the summary of benefits and your delivery of the summary of benefits, uh, there's, there's an agent who, when he was first coming on with us, he would audio record himself. And I know a lot of times, right, we have, I hate to hear my voice. I don't, do I sound like that when I talk on the phone? So I think you need to get comfortable with that one. But once you, you know, in addition to that, I would, I would encourage you to do an audio recording. If you're trying to work on that summary of benefits, presentation and delivery, record yourself doing it and and go back and, and listen to it the same way that I go back and I listen to our podcasts every, every week. I want to see what it, you know, what I could have done better, where I went wrong, you know, or, or even what we did good, you know, in, in that presentation, do the same when, when you're, you know, with an audio or a video camera. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a, that there's a, a lot of value and I think learning from your mistakes. So I always talk about mistakes and, and the value of mistakes. That's how we all get to where we're at. We talk, talk about like, even in sports where, where there's, people who are super talented, like in basketball, right? They're super talented people. And in the first couple of years, there's games that they give away in the last couple of minutes when they're learning. And that is, that's just part of it. But they learn from those mistakes. And two years down the road, those losses that were happening turn into wins. Mm-hmm. Same way in what we do is that you're going to make mistakes in communicating. You're going to, you're going to mess up a presentation if you do it. Cause a lot of times I, I find that, that agents are afraid to do a formal presentation because they're afraid they're going to mess it up. I'm like, dude, just do it. Just, yeah. just jump in there. Worst case scenario, you mess it up really badly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst case scenario. Guess what? People aren't going to remember other than that that guy with the ums. But <laughs> but but people aren't going to remember how badly that you did. You got to do it and then learn from those mistakes. But here's the big part of it is don't allow mistakes to lead you to fear of doing it again. You leave you you here's what you do. Kind of like imagine like taking a bite of a piece of meat on a bone and you you pull off all the meat and then you throw out the bone and the bone is that that feeling from the mistake the meat is what you learn from mm-hmm. it and so just spit out the bone learn like just 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 take what you can learn from that experience feed off of that experience it's going to help you in the future and and so this doesn't this isn't just about communication but in about life and in about business you have to learn from your mistakes but then let it go 
you got to forget about the forget about the bad, right? Yeah, I was I, I was thinking something. I have a quote that I quoted that I made a note of in a book that I was reading, and I don't I don't have the I'm not going to be able to cite my source here. So, but but it talks about there's something here that really stood out to me when I was reading this book, and it says, if you feel the need to reach a certain threshold of knowledge before moving forward with something, you become paralyzed by inaction and fall behind those. Who are more than willing? Who are more willing than you are to step into the unknown and act anyway? Yeah. And so that's that's exactly what you were just saying. Now is a lot of times in this business, in this industry, we know that Medicare it's it's always changing, it's constantly evolving, and there's always so much to know, and there's so many rules that a lot of times agents can become paralyzed by just wanting to get out there and get in front of people and have conversations because of the fear of, well, I don't know everything yet. Well, let me tell you right now, you're never gonna know everything. You're never gonna have all of the answers, but you still need to overcome that and get out there and get in front of people and and don't be afraid to have conversations with people. And if there's something you don't know and you don't have the answer, be honest. Say, look, I don't know the answer to this question, but I'm gonna make a note here and I'm gonna I'm gonna find the answer to this question and, and I'm gonna make sure that I get back to you with this answer and, and give yourself that homework follow up with them and get make sure that you follow through and get them yeah. that answer. Yeah, so one one last thing I want to encourage uh, everyone to do is get out there. Like get yeah. out there just cre- create a, a formal seminar, create just create opportunity to get in front of people, create opportunity to stumble, learn from those mm-hmm. stumbles. And uh, if if you would, what we want to do is invite listeners. I know a lot of people are listening to us. They listen on uh, Apple and Spotify for the most part. But what I want to encourage you to do is go to the YouTube channel. And if you will go in in our comments here, if there's something that 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 you want to that you want to talk about with regard to communication. If you want to if you want to throw out like, hey, this was uh, this is how I overcame it, or if you want to say, hey, look, I'm still struggling. You want to talk about it? We're open to doing that again. I think it was it was actually a really cool thing where we interviewed one of our listeners, and and so we're open to do it again. So go to our YouTube and make sure that you put something in the comments. Let us let us know where you're at, what you need help with, in particular for communication. We 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 want to help. We want to help people get over it. Biggest part: don't be afraid to do it. Just jump jump on in. What's the man? I think about just going back to what you mentioned, Natalie Gomez, who we had on, it's one, two, jump. Mm-hmm. It's not one, two, three, jump. It's one, two, jump. And you just jump on in. Don't be afraid of it. So uh, until next time, do us a favor, reach out to us, and we'll be glad to answer any questions that you have.